once I found my mother when I was 19 years old, again, in Detroit, Michigan, I found her and I had to ask her, Mama, you promised me you were going to come back and get me because I had so much hate for her that I wanted her to take care of me. But see, Joe, what I wanted is not what God said, what God wanted for me for my life because I couldn't see at the time. Yeah. A lot of times we want to plan stuff for our life but we fail to ask God, God, what do you have planned for me? <laughs> Which way do you want me to go? That's so, in all of that, once I talked to my biological mother before she passed, she told me, she said, baby, let me tell you something. She said, I wanted to come get you, but there was something on the inside of me wouldn't let me. And plus, your daddy told me to leave you alone, your biological father. But as I got older, I finally realized God was showing me from Chicago to Arkansas that he had planned for my life. He had positioned my life like chess. He had positioned me where he wanted me wow. to be, not where I want to be. See, a lot of times we think we have our own destination, but we don't. That's right. That's right. Wow. A, lot, a lot of times, like Moses, Moses, yeah, he was in Egypt. Yeah, he was part of the prince of Pharaoh. And Pearl Pharaoh said, I love you like a son. Long as Moses was doing what he wanted him to do, then he loved him like a son. Long as we doing what the worldly people want us to do, yeah, they love us. But as soon as we find out who we truly are in Christ, when Moses, listen to me, when Moses found out he was really a Hebrew, when Moses finally found out who he truly was, and he found out that he was trained to hate the slaves. But he like, wait a minute, something on the inside of me can't hate them. Matter of fact, he saved, the woman he saved from getting run over was his mother. Right. Wow. Right. But he knew something was on the inside of him different than what the Pharaoh had. He was not Egyptian. They raised him as Egyptian, but he was not Egyptian. That's right. When you are a child of God, you're going to act different. You're going to know something is different about you. No matter what crowd you run with, that's not for you. <laughs> I found out later in life what God had on the inside of me. Even though I was adopted with the family and I'm glad they adopted me, but the way they were raising me was not the way God wanted me to be. That's right. That's right. Once I found out, found my real mother and went back to her and talked to her, and she said, baby, I love you, but I had to let you go. I could not come back and get you because I knew that you was where God wants you to be. But see, let me put a pin there. My mother didn't believe in God at first. My, my, my sisters and them, they lived a life of, of, of the street life, if you know what I mean. Right. So God took me from my mother and my sisters because of that street life and saved me and put me where he wanted me to be. And That's I thank God for my adopted family for raising me like they did. But in all of that, God, even when my adopted family passed, and then I had to turn around and do my mother, my biological mother's eulogy when they thought I was going to be dead. But so what's on the inside of me, like what's on the inside of Moses, come on now, y'all need uh -huh. to listen to this. What was on the inside of Moses, he 
would know he was raised Egyptian. He know he wasn't Egyptian. He found out there was something special about him. We all have something that God put on the inside of us because we are on the assignment from the time of our mother's womb. God has chosen us. Right. And no matter what we go through in life, God won't let you go. <laughs> God will not let you go because he chased those he loved. Yep. So while I was sitting here studying about Moses, and he ended up going once they ran him out of Egypt because, like I told you, long as you're doing what the world and people want you to do, they love you. But I tell you what you do. You start pulling away from them and see how they treat you. <laughs> you better say that. Come on. That's right. Come on. Wow. Even when it's your family members that God has assignment for you, they're going to say, I remember when you used to do this. I remember when you used to do that. Come on. Oh, come yeah, on. I used to do that, but that person has died. I'm a new creature in Christ. I don't do that no more. God got me on assignment, and I got to go to do my Father's will. Amen. So when Moses came out of Egypt, and God put him where he wanted him to be for 40 years. Now, remember, he stayed in Egypt for 40 years, and he also stayed in the wilderness for 40 years. So God had to empty him out to ground zero. Yeah. God had to bring him down. Uh, wow. You so better. God had to empty me out of Chicago ghetto that I was used to. And brought me to Arkansas for a new beginning. Yes. The new beginning is where I can come empty me out. God had to, to just empty me out to ground zero with nothing in me so he could fill me up. Amen. You cannot you cannot put new wine into your own wine bottle. Go that, get a boss. So once God filled me up and after I got older, I was raised up in church all my life, but I really didn't know God. You, ooh, you, ooh. you saying something now? Yeah. A lot of people go to church all their life and go on tradition of going to church because mom and dad is going, my grandparents go, I'm going to go. But how many people really know right. God for themselves? Well. So once Moses probably realized who God was and who God is. See, you got to remember, God is and was at the same time. That's right. Huh? Let me let me let me explain it to you. Don't give me an help for English because I wasn't good in English. So uh, just hold on for a minute. God said, when he spoke, he made the heavens and earth, correct? Right. That's right. 
That's right. That's why, you know, when you got grown, no matter what you did in the streets, no matter how you ran the streets, no matter what you did, the fact is, once the assignment in, you're going to come out of you. And you're going to feel different. You're going to act different. I don't matter who you run with, you're going to find out, wait a minute, something ain't right. I don't feel right about this. Something don't feel right about this because I'm with my own boys, but it just don't feel right. God got me going another way. I want to go this way, but God got me going that way. But see, Moses had to follow the directions of God. He didn't understand it, but he went. And when he went on top of that mountain, and God said, take off his shoes, this ground is holy. He been walking holy ever since. So God had me doing wherever I go is holy. And when we came to Arkansas and I grew up and got out of high school and, and started working for the school district, I started helping. Wait a minute. Uh, this ain't this ain't my daddy. This ain't my daddy boy. This is somebody else. He may try to look like my daddy, try to act like, but you're not my daddy. Come on. And from that point on, I've been preaching, I've been teaching, and I've been I've been I've been helping people on the streets when I I give them my land because I'm not worried about because God has blessed me to come from the ghetto all the way to where I'm at now and bless me to help others and bless me to read the Bible and bless me to where people. And he had put people in my life to help me along the way. Now that he has helped you along the way like he did Moses, now go back to Egypt. <laughs> go back to Egypt and help them. Go back to Egypt where you came from. Never forget where you came from. I had to go back to Chicago and help my own family, help my friends that was down in Egypt mm. and tell them, what did God did for me? He did it for me. He can do it for you. But you got to have faith. You got to walk in love. You got to know God for yourself. If you want to be saved, give your life over to Christ. That's it. Because I had to do it. That's right. But what I'm saying to you, never, ever, everybody on this line, never, ever forget where you come from. Amen. Never. Amen. 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 We thank you, man, God. He, the word said that we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And that's how God reaches people because we have gone in a direction that somebody else did. And that's why he said you can't have a testimony without a test. There we go. There it is. Uh, Prophet Richard, I, I really feel you too. I, it's something you got to speak to this man to God, so go on and do it because I've already picked you up. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Man of God, um, well, first of all, thank you for sharing, man. Because um, it, it definitely brings so much light and enlightenment on why we go through, and especially with them. Because uh, for me, I had to everything in regards of them. Not not in meaning that like you no know, they, they died away or anything like that. But my family was all deep. And I was the only one to be chosen to walk because they they were being called but they weren't listening. They they were incapable of listening. Amen. Amen. And uh, he chosen me to walk out of the things that that were going on, that all, all of those bloodline curses, those generational curses, he chose me to break them. And what I want to relate and share with you is that though it was difficult to 
forgive, to go back and to still speak to the family. Your inheritance is, is, in, is all in the Lord. Because God's yeah. not looking at your currency. He's looking at your current state of mind. He's looking at your heart. That's good. He's looking at your spirit because those things are your currency in the Lord. Because he's not looking for you to be perfect. He's not looking for you to do do everything right at a drop of a dime because we won't. We won't ever get get to that point. By the time we we all go out, we still have something warring in our flesh. And so I want to tell you, man of God, that God is going to restore your heart towards your family. If he hasn't done it already, he's going to restore it in the fullness. Because your family needs the anointing that's on your life. And forgiveness has taken place. You've already started. And you're like, okay, okay, God, hey, I'm going to do this. I don't trust him. But if you tell me to go, I'll go. And he's been silently preparing the spirit in your heart. And I'm going to tell you like, it's going to be more than okay. And you don't need to trouble yourself about what they'll listen to. Your job is to speak the word in plain. Whether they listen to it or not, that's not on you. Amen. It's not on even if they don't change a little bit, even after you said everything in your spirit and in your heart and you released it onto God and you shared all that was supposed to be shared. And if they don't listen, that's not that's not your fault. Amen. And I'm going to tell you like this. I used to burden my spirit down when I was at that house full of them demons because I would try to speak to them and talk to them and, and minister to them, but they weren't listening, and I, I and I kept feeling like, you know, God, like, is this going to be my fault? Like, is blood going to be on my hands for all the, all the stuff that I've done and, and vice versa, blah, 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 You know, it's like, son, no. They don't want to listen. They're deliberately turning their hearts away from the Word. And so, in general, when we go out and when we speak to God's people, the brokenhearted, the... the, the people in the street, whoever God may lead us to, just understand that our job is to speak. It's God's job to change the heart. Because God's, God's word in Proverbs 21 verse 1, the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord and he will turn it whichever way he will. Mm-hmm. And so our job is to drop the seed. Some of us may, may be planters. Some of us may water. God gives the increase. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Oh, um, last, last thing I want to say is that um, sometimes the hardest thing as a as a vessel in the Lord is watching that seed grow. Sometimes we may not ever see it because even right now, currently, I'm dealing with my brother that uh, that legitimately been talking bad about my dad. Oh, man. And it, it, it irked me to the point where I, I just didn't speak. And I was traumatized because I'm like, God, I, he's done everything for him to give him new life and for him to have the audacity 